everyone. You are listening to Passion to Profession podcast. I'm your host Ash bringing you inspiring stories of people who have followed their passion to create their own path to success. I'm running a special edition series today called Women of Substance on my show where I'm showcasing women-oriented stories, stories of success, resilience, courage, breaking stereotypes, establishing their own identities. So basically everything that a strong woman stands for. And in today's episode we'll talk about one of the most fundamental traits that all of us need that is self confidence and to talk more about this we have a confidence expert joining us today heather munahan who is the best selling author of confidence creator which is rated as number 1 in amazon business category she is also the host of the podcast creating confidence which is the top 200 shows on apple podcast and heather's work has been featured in cnn forbes fast company many other top publications heather i'm so excited you are here with us today welcome thanks for having me yeah absolutely i'm so excited to kind of get to know you a, a bit more and would love to hear your story and share it with my listeners really excited to get started on our core topic but before that would love to know a bit more about your background and you know your backstory initial years of life and career if you can share it with us Yeah, I grew up in um Western Massachusetts and started working when I was 10 years old and had paper roots, worked at fast food restaurants and ultimately ended up bartending and waitressing and really what I was doing through all that time was learning sales. And when I finally graduated from college, I got into sales full time. I went to work at the Gallo Winery and I just really outworked everybody there and I became the top sales person. And then I was sexually harassed by my boss at the time and I really didn't know what to do. so i quit my job and i went to an event and started chatting people up and i ended up meeting a man who owned a radio station and he hired me on the spot to sell for him so i went to work in the radio business and got to know that business and then uh, during the time i was working for this man I was living with my boyfriend at the time and he ended up cheating on me and I went to work very upset and my boss said, "You know what? I've been thinking about this. Why don't you and I buy a company together? You just have to get on a plane and move and I'm not going to tell you where you're moving. Just go knowing that you're going to be my partner and I'm going to make you a very rich young lady." And because I was so upset, I said, "Yes, I'll go." And so I jumped on a plane with him. He dropped me off in Michigan. and we had bought a 25 million dollar um group of radio stations and my job was to raise revenue as fast as i could so we could sell them as quickly as possible so in under 3 years we sold that property for 55 55 million dollars netting our company a 30 million dollar gain so oh, i really wow. put my name on the map uh you know my early 20s through that acquisition and sale as a revenue generator and leader in in media and so from there i went to a publicly traded radio company based in florida and i pitched myself for a job that didn't exist i saw an opportunity to unify the company and drive revenues and i pitched them on a vp of sales position which i ultimately was awarded and i was there for 14 years promoted 3 times becoming the chief revenue officer until the ceo that i worked for became ill and he elevated his daughter to replace him and she fired oh. me immediately so you did have like a very thriving corporate career for a long time and i love that you pitched yourself for a position which did not exist that that's very very impressive i feel being in i do have a corporate day job i'm in hr talent acquisition and i do see that you know
know, generally women, we tend to not take that many risks. Even when the job does have, I would say like 80% of the skills that we have, we still would hesitate, you know, because it's not a 100% match. And that's not the same case with men. And, you know, what you did was very, I would say, very impressive. And and you rose to a C-level executive on the corporate career. So what was the turning point in your life was that you said when the daughter came on board and she she fired you like immediately that sounds ridiculous so how did that change your life it was an awful moment I'm a single mother and I have very expensive bills and I never anticipated getting fired I had just been named one of the most influential women in radio in 2017 three weeks before she fired me. So I was completely shocked. And I had a non-compete, non-solicit that I signed uh, in order to be the chief revenue officer, which meant I couldn't go back to the industry that I had developed so much success in for a year and a half. So I had to start over new somewhere as a beginner and a rookie. So it was a, a very, very low moment and dark time for me. Yeah. I can only imagine what was some of the initial challenges that, uh, you know, you had to kind of overcome after you quit? Like, how was the initial period when you decided to, you know, kind of go all in and build your own brand and business? So how was that transition period? It was not good. It was very hard. You know, everyone's telling you what they think you should do. And everyone's got an opinion. And at the end of the day, you have to be the one to say what could potentially work? How can I generate revenue? What can I do? And it's a very lonely, scary time when you get fired and make a decision to go out on your own and start your own company. A lot of people that you typically have, my whole circle was corporate America. So everybody was kind of giving me that advice that you should just stay in corporate America, start over in another industry, you know, just start applying at jobs, you know, do what you've always done. And I just thought to myself, I'm, you know what, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I need to let people know I'm fired. So I put a post up that I had been fired and that if I'd ever helped you, I need to hear from you today. And that post went viral and and that post ultimately landed me on the Elvis Duran radio show as a guest. And halfway through that interview, he said to me, well, Heather, obviously you're writing a book. And I said, well, obviously, but I really wasn't until he told me that he had so much conviction and confidence in me and in that idea that I took the ball and ran with it. And I jumped on the plane to go home and I Googled, how do you write a book? And it basically said, just sit down and write. It's very simple. And so that's how, how and why I wrote my first book, Confidence Creator. That's very uh, amazing turn of events that you had there. And, you know, what is even more amazing is kind of putting yourself out there and getting fired is, uh, is not a cool thing, right? I mean, it takes courage. It takes a lot of, uh, I would say you have to be vulnerable and showing that to the world that you went through something like that and putting yourself out there. It does take a lot of courage say all of that on the social media and to be open about it and and you were brave enough to do that and that kind of created a whole new opportunity for you I guess yeah well you know I was in sales and marketing for over 20 years in corporate America so one of the things that I know for certain is no matter who you are no matter what business you're in you have to have a unique value proposition there has to be something special unique and different about you why would someone want to do business with you and so I thought to myself I never hear people talk about getting fired. No one's ever screaming about how great that is. Maybe I should be the first one. And I decided that that was something that I could own. 
that instead of hiding from it, I was going to put it to work for me. And having that self-assurance and self-confidence is so important when going through these uh, transition period, you know, and uh, of course, you know, your book, Confidence Creator, that's an amazing book for anybody who is actually struggling with some self-confidence or self-assurance issues. So I would love to kind of know what was your book writing process? You did mention you Googled it and, you know, you just sat down and wrote it, but could you elaborate on the actual process, you know, what made you kind of pick that topic and run with it? Well, like anyone, when I decided to write, I didn't know what I would write about. I just decided just write, you know, take all of this. There doesn't have to be some glamorous strategy, just write. And so every day I would just sit down and write whatever was in my head. And over probably a week to two week period, I was writing and writing. And suddenly I realized, wow, I've had other low moments in my life. I've been divorced. I led a company through the 0809 recession. I've had some really low moments. I know what it takes to bounce back from this. I need to start looking at what were the low moments that I've gone through in my life before? What did I learn from each one of them? And how can the reader apply those to their life? And that's how I started writing Confidence Creator. That is awesome. So so the book will have both your like personal, professional experiences and uh, some tips for anybody who is struggling with this, right? Yeah, exactly. Each chapter has a low moment in my life, what I learned from it and how the reader can apply it to their life to get ahead. I did check out that book on Amazon. I can't wait to read it. But for the benefit of my listeners, Heather, I wanted to ask if you could share your top, I would say like three tips for developing high self-confidence. Well, everyone's a little bit different. I don't believe in there's a one uh, prescription answer for everyone. I can tell you what worked best for me, which is number one, fire your villains. That day that woman thought she fired me, I actually fired my number one villain in my life. Someone that was always putting me down, always giving me disparaging looks, always talking behind my back. And when you put yourself in an environment day in and day out, surrounding yourself with somebody who does not want you to succeed, they will block your prosperity. And I did not realize that at the time. So Number one, fire your villains. Anyone that's trying to hold you back in your life, it's time to cut them loose so you can take off. That's the most. That was the most important thing for me. Number two is choosing to see fear as a green light that means go and go faster. For a long time, when I was in corporate America, I would feel afraid about taking on opportunity and I would shrink back. In any moment, you're either creating confidence within yourself or you're chipping away at your confidence. So in those moments when I used to say, oh, I want to go do this, but I feel a little scared, I'm going to back off. I was actually chipping away at my confidence very slowly every day, eroding it. Fast forward to now, if I feel afraid about something, I say, oh, great, that this is an opportunity for me to grow. Fear is a green light that means go and go faster. So I've trained myself to see it completely different. And the more I do that, the easier it gets, the faster I go and the more confident I become. So that's definitely uh, an important tip. And then I'll tell you, no one is confident all of the time. So one of the things my son has taught me is to leave myself reminders. So on the days I am feeling good and proud of how I'm doing, I'll write notes in my computer or on my phone to pop up later in the week or later in the month. I'll write notes, I can, I will on the bottom of my shoes so that if I get nervous when I'm about to go into a speaking engagement, I can look down and remember how I felt earlier. I surround my house with positive messaging and images of me at my most confident, focusing on who it is I want to be, who it is I'm channeling other versions of myself and reminding myself what I can do. Those are some really good tips. And and I can kind of relate to a, a certain extent when you say that, you know, corporate America, creativity is kind of sort of limited. It took me a long time to come out of my shell um, as well. Like I'm more of a 
I would say more of an introvert by nature and uh, doing things like podcasting or writing or putting my work out there while keeping my day job. It's been very, I would say, tough and a challenging process, long, long, gradual process for me as well. So it's these are some really uh, great tips to follow. And I haven't tried putting it on my shoe, those little notes. That's a great tip. (laughs) And another thing, you know, this whole fake it until you make it kind of philosophy, right? When it comes to confidence may not work for everybody is what I feel. I feel that uh, sometimes yeah, nothing beats preparation and having that knowledge. If you are a subject matter expert in an area, then automatically you will have the confidence uh, when talking about a topic, I feel. What are your thoughts about that? At different times in my career, I have faked it till I could make it, right? So when mm-hmm. I was the only woman walking into a boardroom and wondering, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to add value? Should I even really be here? And I decided to say, hang on, Beyonce channels her inner Sasha Fierce when she takes a stage, right? She doesn't go on thinking I'm Beyonce. She pretends to be someone else so that she can be bolder and bigger. And I decided to do that. I decided to fake it till I make it to channel channel my inner Sasha Fierce and walk in there as a different version of someone else because I didn't feel equipped and it worked. And again, I'm not saying it's the right answer for everyone to, for me now, when I take a huge stage, I channel me, right? I go in there as my most bold version of me, but it took me years to get to this point where I don't have to channel someone else. I don't have to fake it anymore. I decide to show up as the complete flawed, imperfect version of myself, knowing I might make a mistake, but knowing I'll be fine with that because I'll handle it and I'll make it a joke. I'll make it part of my show because I trust myself. And the more you show up trusting and knowing yourself and owning who you are, the more confident you'll be. And I think that's where authenticity matters and being genuine matters, right? And if we are being authentic ourselves and like putting our true selves out there, uh, irrespective of whatever mistakes that we make, it's, it's going to be fine because people would actually see who we truly are. And I do want to ask you, you know, just continuing on the speaking thing. I know I did read you are a top rated um, keynote speaker. You have your own podcast, TEDx speaking engagements. So in terms of public speaking, what would be your best advice for anybody who is like trying to get better at it? Practice, show up and just do it. Take any speaking engagement you can get. You know, if you're in an office, ask if you can give a presentation at work. If you work with a charity, ask if you can do, you know, host the next event. The more you do it, the more you step into that fear and actually engage with an audience, the better and stronger and more proficient you'll become. Nothing beats practice. That's absolutely right. And very helpful tip too, because many times we kind of hesitate up the opportunities thinking that uh, we are not 100% ready. And I feel that... uh, there's really no perfect time. You know, you just need to kind of jump in and give it your best and just uh, kind of focus on on the progress, I feel. That was a nice tip. And I definitely want to ask you about your new upcoming book. When is it going to be released? Overcoming Your Villains, what is it all about? Yeah, so Overcome Your Villains is a powerful, proven three-step process that anyone can use to overcome any adversity in life or in business. And it's really the repeated process that I've been using my entire career and my entire life that I've now really condensed into these three simple steps so that everyone can embrace this process and put it to work for them. And 
you know, the timing is really good coming out of the pandemic was there's so many haters online and so much tension and animosity, you know, between people. And for me personally, I realized I had to overcome the villains around me so I could begin to overcome the villain within me, which was actually an inner voice and a negative dialogue that I was, you know, using on myself. But I wasn't able to start addressing that adversity internally until I got rid of all the villains around me. And I think that's true for a lot of people. So, you know, my goal is obviously for this book to give people the the tools needed to overcome any challenge, any adversity, because one thing's for sure, adversity and challenge will keep on coming. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, Especially if somebody is working in a toxic uh, workplace, for example, I I think many people struggle with this. I've been fortunate, uh, not experienced in my corporate job, but I have so many friends who have uh, been in a toxic environment and who are kind of, you know, bogged down by the people. I feel that this book would probably address all those issues, you know, like if you have hit a glass ceiling, you know, if you're not able to break through your own beliefs and holding back, uh, I I feel that this might be the right book. And I will make sure that I will share the links with my community uh, as well. And for a long time too, like personally speaking, you know, for me, I was told to keep my head down, like follow the rules and don't do anything out of the ordinary for like a long time. And it did take a a while for me to overcome these uh, self-limiting beliefs as well. So I'm sure I'm going to check out your book as well, but really excited for you. Thank you. And I also put together for people, anyone that wants to pre-order it, you can go to overcomeyourvillains.com. And what I put together, it was a gift bonus bundle that's worth almost $500. When you pre-order the book, you upload your order number into my website and immediately you get my $299 confidence video course. You immediately get my 30-day email accountability program to help you achieve your goals. And you immediately get the first chapter of the book, which nobody else has, as well as you get the Overcome Your Villains workbook so you can start doing the work ahead of even reading the book. Oh, that's an amazing offer. That's really a nice uh, package put together, uh, Heather. So glad that uh, you mentioned it. I'll make sure that uh, I'm going to let my LinkedIn community and my podcast uh, listener community know about it and I'll I'll probably check it out as well. Good luck on the new book and I can't wait to you know probably have you back on the show once the book is released as well. But, uh, yeah, before I let you go, I do want to kind of ask you a fun round of questions, you know, like a rapid fire round to just to kind of get to know you more on a personal level, okay? Sure. So the first thing is tell us something about you that is not on any of your social media profiles. Something about me that's not on social media. That's a tough one. I would have to say that I'm very much a a routine person and I'm trying to challenge myself to break my routines. Not because they're not good. They are, but it's just, I feel like the more routine that I get, the more systematic my thinking gets and the less creative I can be. So one of the things that I did in the past month was I started taking boxing, which is completely new to me. I know nothing about boxing. I'm definitely the worst person there. I can't even wrap my hands, but I'm really challenging myself to do some very out of the norm things for me to to break up the the routine that I live in. That's very interesting. I've never tried it. I've never tried boxing. 
<laughs> so, but uh, give it a shot. <laughs> I do Zumba, and then sometimes running on the treadmill or being on the elliptical gets very monotonous for me. And I try to kind of mix it up with a little bit of Bollywood uh, Zumba as well, so I can kind of relate to that. So the next question is, what inspires you? Oh, definitely my son. My son is so inspirational. He's in camp right now in New Hampshire. He broke his arm while he's there and he didn't give up. He didn't come home. He stuck it out and he was named the creative writer of the week, even though his left arm is broken, which means he taught himself how to write with his right hand. And I just think he's so incredibly inspirational. That's an amazing story. Yeah. So, so he, he gets his writing genes from his mom then. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so the next question is your best tip for success that has worked for you. Um, best tip for success is to not be defined by what you see as opportunity, instead be willing to create it. I definitely, I've created jobs. As I mentioned, I pitched myself for jobs that didn't exist. I entered into partnerships that had never existed previously. And I created this business out of nothing from getting fired. So don't just look at what is already existing. Instead, challenge yourself to say, what what is it that you want to do? And then find a way to make it happen. That's pretty amazing. So create your own opportunities. I'll remember that. Uh, the last signature question I want to ask you is, what's your best advice for converting a passion into a professional success? You know, it's not easy. So you have to be patient. It's definitely taken me so much longer than I thought it would. And there's been plenty of of failed opportunities along the way, but you just can't, if you're clear in your mind with the vision that you have of the success that you want, you can't let those things stop you. Of course, you'll have days you're going to be down and discouraged that a partnership fell apart or, you know, something didn't sell as well as you wanted. And, and you're nervous that you're on that wrong path. The key is to tune into the one voice that counts. And that is your own. Don't take on the criticisms of people that you would never go to for advice, stay on your path, keep working, be patient and never give up. Really, really inspirational to hear that. Uh, but thank you so much for sharing that, uh, Heather. Uh, I really had a, a great time hosting you. I know this was a short interview, but would love to catch up with you another time on my show as well. But, uh, but thanks for taking the time. I look forward to your new book and staying in touch. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. So that was Heather sharing her incredible journey of reinventing herself and creating her own path to success. Heather got fired when she was at the peak of her corporate career and she went through a lot of initial struggles, initial challenges before she became a well-known author, keynote speaker. Today, her work has been featured everywhere from CNN, Forbes, Fast Company, many top publications. Her first book, Confidence Creator, was ranked number one in Amazon business category and her new book is coming out. It's titled as Overcome Your Villains where she shares her three-step process to overcome any adversity in business or life. So I will share her contact below and also the details of where you can order her new book. I hope you have uh, enjoyed this episode, found it as inspiring as I found it to be. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast to get notified every time I publish a new episode. I want to sign off today with one thing that I learned from Heather. That is, don't be defined by what you see as an opportunity. Instead, be willing to create your own. This is Ash signing off. Stay healthy, stay safe. And as always, thank you so much for listening in. 